BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hi, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. And inside this video training, I'm gonna show you how you can surround yourself with other people that are more successful than you. People that have the results and the success that you desire, that just by you being around them and surrounding yourself with them, will automatically bring you up to that next level. I believe that this is one of the most powerful ways for you to change any aspect of your life. Whether that's making more money and you wanting to become a millionaire, the fastest way to get there is for you to surround yourself with other people that are millionaires. If you wanna have a better body and change your physique, the best way to get there is to surround yourself with other people that have the body and the physique that you want. If you wanna change your relationship and have a passionate and loving relationship, the best way to get there is to surround yourself with people that already have that. And that goes for every other area of your life. And I think this concept and strategy is one of the most powerful ways to get what you want but it's often the most underutilized. It's underrated. And I think this is one of the big conflicts that a lot of people have in wanting to change their life, wanting to grow, wanting more success, is a lot of people, they're doing a lot of the right things. They're reading the books, they're buying the courses and the training programs, they're watching the YouTube videos, listening to the podcasts, and that's great. You're feeding your mind with new information and it's shifting your beliefs and your mindset but oftentimes, a lot of people, they're not making the progress they want because they're still staying in the same environment. The same environment where they're still spending time with and surrounding themselves with people that aren't changing their life, that don't have the results and the success that they want. And so you're doing a lot of good things, putting a lot of good information in your head, but there's a conflict. You're not making the progress you want because in a way, you're being held back by your existing environment. You know, Tony Robbins says that proximity is power, that who you spend time with is who you become. 
And we are the average of the five people that we most spend time with. And you've got to understand the power of your environment. I call it your ecosystem. Your environment is going to influence you in your life more than anything else, more than the books that you read, more than the courses that you go through. It's the people that are in your life. You unconsciously take in their beliefs, their mindset, their values, their identity, their behaviors, their actions. That's always influencing you. And it starts at a young age in your life around your parents and your teachers and your siblings and your family members. That's, that's shaping who you are. And I know for myself growing up, I didn't have the most empowering environment. I had a lot of negativity in my household, a lot of complaining, a lot of criticism. And that affected me. And I had to go in the opposite direction once I discovered this of a lot of self-development, a lot of mentorship, a lot of coaching, a lot of masterminds to really shift my, my mindset in life and the results that I was getting. So a lot of people that are watching this right now, um, a lot of people on the path of success or improving your life, you often realize that it's not enough just to read the books and to watch the videos. That getting in that environment can help you get there so much faster. And I want to share with you inside this video my experiences with this, how I was able to surround myself with people that had the success and the results that I wanted at a young age. Back starting when I was 18 years old, and I'm going to share with you the journey that I went through of different examples and different references that I can provide for you when it came to this in different areas of my life, with my body, my social life, my business, my finances, and just really implant to you the importance of this and give you also some practical strategies on what you can do immediately after watching this video to make sure that you're taking action in that direction to surround yourself with the right people. Because you got to understand, again, who you spend time with is who you become. If you want to get better at anything, if you want to get better at tennis or any sport, the way to get better is you got to play with someone that is better than you, someone that has a better skill set. Because in order for you to be on the same court with that person, you have to try harder, you got to work harder, you got to up your game. You got to push yourself at a different level, which forces you to grow just to be on the same court with that player. But if you play someone that's worse than you, someone that has less of a skill set, you're not going to try as hard, you're not going to push as hard, and therefore your skill set will actually go down. So if you want to grow, the best way, like I said, be around people that are playing at a higher level. That will inspire you, but also you'll take on their mindset and their beliefs. And I'll give you some examples of this. The first time I discovered this when I was, when I was 18 years old, and I didn't even know about uh, a mastermind or anything like that. I got into self-development when I was 17 years old, and you might already know my story, but if you don't, I'll share really quickly. I, before, when I was in high school, I was very shy, I was depressed, I was suicidal, I didn't have very many friends at all. I was addicted to video games, that was my way of escaping my unhappiness in my life. Um, I didn't have any good role models or references for my life. A lot of negativity was going on in my childhood and my life up to that point. Hated school, horrible student, just found ways to get by as a C, C minus student. Failed my science class, science 10 and everything too. So I academically, you know, wasn't succeeding in that stage of my life also. Discovered self-development when I was 17. I discovered Tony Robbins, changed everything for me made me believe that anything was available for me in my life. And the area of my life that I wanted to change the most at that stage was my social skills and my confidence because that was the biggest pain point that I had in my life.
uh, I, you know, remember times just feeling socially awkward and not talking to anybody and isolating myself and the pain that came with that, not having friends. And, you know, when you're in high school, you want friends, you want to be popular. That's the, 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 the social currency that exists then. You know, nobody has money at that point or uh, success, so that doesn't really matter. But one thing that I did want was I wanted a girlfriend. I remember the feeling of having a crush on certain girls in school and just feeling powerless and hopeless to attract that girl into my life. And that was an area that I wanted to improve and I wanted to master. And so when I was 17, 18 years old, that was the path that I went on. And I started reading books. I started spending a lot of time uh, uh, watching videos online and going through different programs and spending time on message boards. So a message board for me, this is before Facebook and everything like that, I, being a part of a community of other like-minded people changed my life. Just, just the, the, the message board of interacting with others and sharing my experiences and having them share theirs and having that relationship and that interaction, even though it was online, that really benefited me immensely. But one opportunity that came from that was uh, I actually discovered that there was a group of men in the city that I was living in, which was Vancouver, Canada, that that were part of their, their, their little community of actually going out and meeting the opposite sex. And for me, up until that point, you know, I was just kind of like the keyboard jockey. I you know, was, was reading all this stuff online about how to be confident and be social and how to attract a woman into your life, but I didn't have any of the practical experience. And so it was kind of, it was kind of useless in a way. And I think a lot of people, they get caught up online and learning, but it doesn't translate to the real world. And so, I realized that I needed to meet and be around these other people. So I remember I was living in the suburbs of Vancouver, Canada. I was 18 years old. I, they were doing a meetup um, downtown on this street called Granville Street, which is like a nightclub bar street, downtown Vancouver. And they were meeting up at the McDonald's. And so I took the bus an hour all the way downtown Vancouver. Uh, I was in the McDonald's looking around, you know, who are these people? This is before Facebook, so there was no profile pictures or anything like that. And it was also at a time where you're a little bit crazy to meet with strangers online. It wasn't like a normal thing. It's, it's like you're going to get kidnapped and killed by, by doing this. And so anyways, what happened was I remember just kind of sitting there in the corner of the McDonald's just looking around and trying to find who these people were. And I kind of saw a group of guys and I was like, maybe that's them. I'm not sure. And I was too shy to actually approach them. And so I waited like 30 minutes before I had the courage to actually go up and say anything and ask if, you know, this is the group. And sure enough, it was. And it was a group of other men that were older than myself. They were in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And uh, I just kind of sat and observed. And they were, I, I noticed right away from them that they were very charismatic. You know, they, they had a level of confidence and social skills. And, and they just seemed like these really cool guys that I wasn't really a part of my whole life. I was the nerdy dorky kid in school that was very shy and even got bullied and picked on at times. And so um, what happened that day that would change my life because I had the opportunity to go out with these other men. They're older than myself. They're a lot more mature than myself, but they kind of took me under their wing and I got to watch and observe them. We're walking down the street and they'd go up and approach random women. There'd be a, an attractive woman walking by and they would just, without any hesitation, just go up and have a conversation. And I, I remember seeing that and thinking, wow, is that real? Is that even possible? Uh, I was blown away by that. I thought that's something you only see in the movies. And sure enough, they, they would do it. And 
they would you know, approach groups of women, the women would be laughing, having a good time, and they would just create these amazing moments in any location that you could imagine, whether it's at the coffee shop, a clothing store, on the street, in the mall, no matter where it was, these men had a level of confidence and charisma to be able to do that. And right away, once I saw that, it changed my life, it changed my belief system. And that's, that's an important lesson I want you to get right here, is before this point, okay, I had heard about this sort of stuff on the internet, but there's a part of me that didn't believe that it was real because I, haven't, I hadn't seen it until that point. But when you actually see it and you're there and you're seeing the dynamic and everything happening, you have a paradigm shift. Your mindset totally shifts where now all of a sudden that becomes possible for you. You think to yourself, wow, if they can do it, then I can too. And I think that's such a valuable thing that really solidifies and validates the belief that you need to be successful at anything in your life. Because up until that point, I thought, well, maybe I don't know if I can do this or not. Maybe it's for other people. Maybe they have something different that I don't have. But when you see it, changes everything for you. So that was a powerful experience of meeting up in person and actually realizing these were just regular people. They weren't anything that special. They weren't super good looking or whatever because you know, I had a lot of limiting beliefs in my head. Oh, you know, to be successful with the opposite sex, you have to be really good looking. You probably have to be rich and you have to be tall and you have to be really fit. All these stories that we create in our head that all of a sudden got destroyed in one moment. That's the power of a mastermind and being around a community, other people that are doing it. And so that day changed my life because I saw things that as I always kind of compare it. It's like the matrix. We have the red pill and the blue pill and you take the, the red or the blue pill and once you take it, it exposes you to a new world that you can't take back once you saw it and it shifts your whole reality of life. And for me, uh, I remember that day too, um, I had this one guy, Casey, who said, Stefan, now it's your turn. And that's also a benefit too that you get by surrounding yourself with people further ahead than you as they challenge you, they coach you, they help you. Versus a lot of my other friends, they would never challenge me because they weren't living at that standard, right? They didn't have that belief system. So they're not going to challenge me, but because this other person was further ahead than myself, he challenged me and helped me and coached me to face my fears to step up. And I remember the first time he got me to approach a woman. I had every story not to do it. I was, I'm too shy. I can't do it today. I'm just here to watch. Every story that I told him, my face would turn red. My, my, I would shake. My palms would get sweaty. I had all those things holding me back. But when you're in that environment of other people, they push and challenge you to do things you never thought you could do. And so that changed my life. Um, that was a mastermind that I was a part of without even knowing it was a mastermind. And the first lesson that I have for you that I want to share with you on how to surround yourself with people that are successful or even further ahead than you is just be a part of communities. It starts with online communities, Facebook groups, message boards. Find them. Today, it's so much easier than when I started. You know, I didn't have Facebook when I started this. I didn't have a lot of these... Uh, communities that are now available today, but it's so much easier today to find it. If you look hard enough in any area of your life, you can find these groups. I didn't have meetup.com, which is a great resource as well, but I just went and, and researched through Google and found these message boards. 
And then from there, go and just be a part of communities in person. It's more powerful in person if you can because it makes it more real. You build a deeper connection and bond and relationship with people. So you could go through meetup.com. You can go just search online. There's many groups out there. There's events out there. There are seminars out there, workshops that you could go to and attend for free. And if I didn't that day when I was 18 years old, push my comfort zone, take the hour bus ride to go and meet these random guys at a McDonald's, my life would have never changed. So you never know, and trust me, there might be times too where you go out to events and there's no benefit you get from it, but by consistently putting yourself in proximity, it will change your life. I can promise you that. You will meet someone, someone you do connect with, someone that, that you can learn from, that will inspire you, that can mentor you, but it just requires you consistently putting yourself in these different environments, and it might be inconvenient, you might have to travel, you might have to spend some money, but that is the starting of it, is consistently doing that in your life. So uh, I was a part of this community for years and another incredible benefit I got is because I was 18 years old, these people were older than myself. Like I said, in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And so I gained so much experience and maturity just by being around them, being able to have conversations with these people that were 25 years old, 30 years old, that had careers. I was living with my, my mom at the time. I mean, I had no money at the time. I was in that place and I was benefiting by being around them, even at times just listening, listening and observing them, listening to their conversations, learning how to be more mature. And, and that was one thing that helped me a lot because I remember at that point after my life, whenever I'd meet people, they'd always say, how, you know, how old are you? And then I'd say my age. And they're like, wow, I thought you were so much older. You're so much more mature for your age. That was always a compliment that I always got. Uh, all throughout my 20s, people always thought, wow, I thought you were older. You're so much wiser for your age. You're so much more mature. And that was because of who I was surrounding myself with, right? And just by being around them too, what happened was I noticed I automatically started to take on their charisma, some of the things they said, personality traits, their behaviors, their mannerisms, you automatically take that on through osmosis. And that's why I think this is such a powerful strategy to change your life because it happens automatically. And just in order for you to stay in rapport with people and stay in connection, you automatically alter yourself and your personality and you adapt to be able to connect with them by taking on some of their traits. So I, you know, I can't stress enough how powerful that was for me in my life at that stage. Um, and then when I was 21 years old, uh, another thing that was powerful for me was uh, I was moving out of my mom's house at 21. And because I was a part of this community that grew and there was, there was maybe 20 people or so that I had become friends with through this community, which was awesome. And by the way, you can find communities on everything, on yoga, health, fitness, relationships, self-development, business, marketing, it's all there for you. But by being a part of this, um, I had some friends and we decided to move out together. We decided to rent a house together. And we first rented this one house where there was five of us. And then we upgraded to this other house where we figured out a way, it was this bigger house, this old big house that was, uh, had a bunch of bedrooms in it. We all figured if we each, each can pay $500 a month, we could afford to live in this big house, but we needed like eight or nine people to live in it. So we found a way to do that. And that was powerful too. That was my, my mastermind that I created that I didn't even know what a mastermind was. 
And one thing that we used to do in that house is that we were all into self-development. We we're all into improving ourselves. A lot of us had, and we're starting our own businesses, which was so valuable to have that support from other people and, and help each other along the way. But we used to have these weekly house meetings where every Sunday we'd have these whiteboards in the living room. We'd have two big whiteboards. And every Sunday we would do a mastermind. Everybody had to share what their goals were, but we also had to write down on the, the whiteboard uh, three things that we were committed to for that week that we wanted to be held accountable to. And so every week we'd do another meeting and say, okay, did you do this? Did you do that? And if you didn't do what you said you were gonna do, you'd have to pay $10 to the house. So the house would accumulate this money and we use that money to make the house better, to put on a party, fun things like that too. Um, but it, it created a sense of accountability, community, we're growing together, we're going out together, working on our lives together, we go to the gym together. And it was all an empowering community, a mastermind that really played a, a pivotal role in my success and my development. That was the, one of the first times I started doing public speaking. Actually, I, I first did public speaking when I was 18 years old, I joined a community called Toastmasters. You can look up Toastmasters, they're all over the world. And I was around these other people that were better speakers than myself and had more charisma and I was a horrible speaker, but by being around them, I grew. So I did that also when I was 18 years old. Um, and then again, when I was 21, we did these um, public speaking nights in our house. So each person in the house, we'd have to give a speech in front of everyone else, uh, a five or 10 minute speech on something that we learned that week from self-development. So it forced us to learn stuff and share it. And, um, and we'd get feedback from each other. And that was incredible. It was so life-changing to be a part of that. And so I was a part of these masterminds. And then also another stage of my life too, I realized also when I wanted to change my body, I wanted to gain muscle. I was very skinny at the time. I was like 135 pounds. I wanted to gain muscle mass. I wanted to be more fit. And what I'd do is I'd find other people that had the body that I wanted, that were a couple years ahead of me. And I remember one time, this one person, artist that I found, um, I offered to pay him. I said, and by the way, this is a strategy that you can do. I'm giving you some good value here. Go to the gym, find the fittest person there. Someone that has the body that you want. Go up to the person, say, hey, well, you know, I noticed you have an amazing physique. Congratulations, you must've worked so hard for this. Do you do any personal training? Okay, well, listen, yes or no. I would love if you're open to it, I'd pay you for your time. I'd pay you just for a session, even just to be your training buddy for one workout, you know, where you, know, you can still work out and I'll just, we'll, we'll just kind of swap in between sets and work out together. And I'd just love to ask you questions to see how you train and why you do things. And that's an, an easy way to get a mentor, a coach, pay them for one hour of their time. A lot of them might even do it for free just to have a training buddy that you spot with. Some of them might say, yeah, I'd love to help you out. I remember times like that in the gym too. I remember times when I was actually first starting working out when I was 18 years old, I'd be at the gym. I didn't know what I was doing. And I'd actually have some of these more fit guys come up to me and be like, hey, you're doing this wrong. You know, and they, they would give me that feedback. I'm not a fan as much today when people do that, <laughs> but, but they were trying to help me, which was really nice of them to do. So. Um, my point is though, you have to be creative. You have to stay, you have to try different things. So this guy, artist, I paid him for this one session. He was a fitness model, amazing physique. He had incredible abs. And I got so much from that because uh, I'd work out with him and I'd see how hard he pushed himself. 
on every set. And I observed and I noticed that within myself. And I was like, wow, I, should, I need to push myself to this level. And by working out with him, I had to up my game. I had to push myself harder. It goes back to learning tennis, right? You're playing someone better than you, you'll automatically raise your standards. That's why personal trainers and coaches are so great. They force you to do more than you can ever do for yourself. So I got so much from being around this guy, even going for lunch with this person. You know, you see what they order at the restaurant. They, they tell the server, I'm gonna have the salad, I want the dressing on the side, remove the cheese, remove the croutons, right? I want chicken breast on it, and, and that's it. And then I'm sitting there, you know, because I wanna be in rapport with this person, I'm not gonna order the burger and fries, right? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna have what he's having, right? Because what happens is there's a level of influence that's happening where I don't want to be judged by this person. I respect and I admire this person. I don't want them to judge me. So I'm going to be more conscious of what I do, what I order, what I put into my body based on being in proximity with this person. Very powerful, the dynamic guys that I'm sharing with you right now. It's life changing. It really is life changing. Um, I remember also for relationships too. I, if I want to improve my relationship, I like to be around people that have the relationship that I want, that when they're out in public, I can tell by being around them, the way they look into each other's eyes, the, 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 the passion they have for one another, the love they have, the intimacy that they have, and seeing that inspires you, and it sets a new example for you, and it makes it more real for you. Also life-changing. Um, I remember also, you know, in my business, um, wanting to learn internet marketing and business, what I did was I went to events. I went to free events, whatever ones I could find. At this point, there was meetup.com. I was going on Craigslist. I was looking in the newspapers and the classified uh, uh, section as well. And just tr trying to go to these workshops, these events, these seminars. And every time I did, I'd meet other people that, that were like-minded on the same path. And I'd meet people that already had a business. So imagine how powerful that was for me. I was just at the beginning stage of wanting to build a business. I didn't know anyone that really had the business, like an online business, and now all of a sudden I'm meeting people that are a year, two years, three years ahead of myself, and that they would inspire me, and they would encourage me, and they would share with me what helped them. And I'd build a friendship with them, a relationship with them. Uh, we'd go to the same meetups together and connect and bond in that way. I'd go to seminars and I'd meet these people in these different ways. It's just been so invaluable for me, and especially when you meet people that are a, that's a millionaire, right and and you really realize wow if they did it then i can too you know and that becomes a role model and a source of inspiration so anyways i can't stress enough how powerful it is and really the first thing as i mentioned is just to put yourself in proximity as much as you possibly can any area of your life i mean if you want to be more spiritual more religious better connected with your creator there's spiritual groups there's meditation groups there's christian groups there's many different groups and churches and, and, and uh, places like that, that by going to them, the, one of the fastest and most powerful ways to change any area of your life. Again, proximity is power. Who you spend time with is who you become. So let me share with you something that I think is really important around the mindset around this and how I think behind every relationship, this is what makes it work and how you can attract and be around other people that are successful. So you really gotta understand the concept of value, okay? Value. Every relationship that you have, or the relationships you wanna attract from other people, 
is going to be some level of exchange of value. Okay, there's an exchange of value that's happening. The worst position to be in is trying to take value from someone else. If you're coming into any relationship wanting to be mentored, coached, you're trying to leech something from that person, it's never going to work. They're going to be turned off by that and, and, and uh, pushed away by that. Very similar, let me give you an example. If you've ever been walking down the street and you notice a homeless person comes and approaches you, when they approach you right before they come up and say anything, most people have a guard that comes up, a wall, because part of you is thinking, oh great, what does this person want? They're gonna ask me for money. We make an assumption in our minds. Sometimes, you know, homeless people can be very sophisticated and, and creative, and they try to build rapport with you first, they kind of share some things, but in the back of your mind, you're kind of standoffish, thinking, okay, well, this person, what do they want? Are they gonna ask me for something? When someone's, when someone's coming, trying to get something from you, you're repelled by it. In a similar way, you know, if there's like an attractive woman at a bar or a nightclub, and uh, you know, she might have a bit of a wall, a bit of a barrier. And most often that's because a lot of men have been approaching that woman, trying to get something from her. They wanna get her phone number, to get a date with her, to sleep with her, to be in a relationship with her. And they put up a wall to kind of distance themselves from that. And when you go up and try to talk to that person, they, they kind of have that wall in place because they assume that you're the next guy just trying to get something from them. And it's not always the case, but there's that dynamic and energy there. I know for myself in the position that I'm in, uh, because I'm an influencer and I have a following and audience of people, every day there's people that message me, that email me, that send me DMs, that want something from me. They want me to coach them, to mentor them, to give them money, to answer their questions, to help them in some way, and that is a form of taking value that repels people, and I'm le less likely to want to help that person because they want something from me. Never go into that relationship trying to want or trying to get. The better way to go into it and approach any of these dynamics is being willing to add value to them first. Okay, add value to them first. And adding value with not any expectation. Adding value just wanting to serve them and help them. And that's, that's always with every dynamic that exists. Even you watching me right now, if you follow me on YouTube or Instagram, whatever it is, the only reason why you really follow me is because I'm successful, because of who I am, because of the life that I have, because of I have something that you want, whether it's knowledge or skills or something to learn from me. If, you, if I didn't have any of my success, money, lifestyle, none of that sort of stuff, I know for a fact you would not know who I am, you wouldn't care who I am, you wouldn't be watching this right now. Um, I would just have on my Instagram my friends and my family, right? People that know me for who I am. But because you want something from me, you become a follower, okay? If I didn't have that, you most likely would not be following me. So you gotta understand what's going on there. There's an exchange of value. I'm giving value online, which attracts you to me, but but I'm not going to coach you or mentor you or help you unless there's some sort of exchange if you're requiring my time. Now, here's what you gotta understand. Anyone who is successful, their time is very valuable for them, okay? People that are successful, they value their time more than anything else. They know what their time is worth. That's how they became successful. Someone that makes a million dollars a year, if you were to do the math on if they work 40 hours a week, 
52 weeks per year. If you do the math on that, you divide a million based on the number of hours they work in a year, that is around $500 for one hour of their time. So if they know that, and everyone that's successful knows that, then they know that when you reach out to them, their time is worth $500. It always blows me away when people say, oh, I'd love to take you for coffee. I'd love to take you for lunch or dinner. You've got to understand that's not a fair exchange of value for this mentor or this person you're looking up to because one hour of their time is worth $500. The value that you're offering them is to pay for their $20 meal. How is that a fair exchange? So, and most often that's never going to work, not unless that person is incredibly generous, but you've got to understand if they are successful, they have a lot of people that are reaching out to them every day, most likely wanting that. And there's no humanly possible way that they can do it. So you can't, you have to add more value to them than what they're giving back to you. Okay. Very important concept for you to understand. So how can we do this? How can you apply this? How can we make this practical? Well, what you have to do is you have to look at people that are successful and you've got to look at, look at it and say, okay, what do they want? What is their goals? What is their focus? And you must align yourself with that and add value to them based on that. You can't add value to them based on what you think is valuable because they have a different perception of what's valuable for them. The best thing you can do is to support them with their goals. And it's not hard to figure out what their goals are. If you watch, if you observe them online, you know what that is. But we can already make some assumptions on what is valuable for them. So number one, let's take business. If you're trying to attract someone that is a millionaire, they're a business owner, then you kind of already know if they've got a business, what are their goals? What are their goals? Well, they probably want to get more customers, more clients. They want to make more money. They want to reach more people. Maybe they want to impact more people. So you've got to ask yourself, if that's their goal, how can I help them with that? How can I add value to them with that goal? A simple way is maybe I can work for this person. Okay, so I'm going to write that down. You can work for them. Now, if I was starting all over again, this is exactly what I would do. I would find someone that inspires me and I'd work for them. And I'd either work for them for free, okay, just to be around them, just to be in proximity to them. I would say to them, listen, I'll be your personal assistant. I will clean your house. I'll wash your car. I'll go and get your groceries for you. I'll run errands for you. I'll do whatever you need me to do, okay? And in exchange, I don't want anything. I know that just by being around you, I will benefit. Just by watching how hard you work, by seeing the decisions that you make, seeing how you run your life and operate, that's more than enough value that's gonna rub off on me. But if you approach it and you say, hey, listen, I'll work for you for free, but in exchange, I want you to mentor me, you gotta ask yourself, is that a fair exchange? Most often they're gonna say no because if one hour of their time is $500 and you're providing work for them in exchange for that, that's $15 per hour work of being a personal assistant, then that's not a fair exchange either, right? So that doesn't make any sense. I have people that say that to me and I'm like, well, no, because one hour of my time is worth this much and you're not providing enough value in exchange for, for what I'm, the time that, that I have. I can't match you at that. So it doesn't make sense in, the, in a lot of cases for it. So that's why you got to do it not expecting anything in return. There's a law of reciprocity that happens that when you're just trying to serve and support someone else, they're going to naturally want to give back and support you. 
but you can't do it with an agenda, okay? That's really important. Now, you could also work for them and get paid. Maybe they have a position within their company. Maybe you work for them for free at first and you demonstrate your value and they decide to pay you for that. Awesome, awesome. If you can get paid for it, great, okay? But for me, I would just be willing to do it for free if I had to. Um, now, also when you approach someone to work for them, you have to be very specific and clear on what value you can bring to them, what you can do for them. You can't be vague. You can't just say, hey, I'll work for you, I'll do anything you want. Because again, their time is worth a lot. They're gonna think in the back of their mind, well, I don't have the time to train this person. They don't have any skills. I'd much rather just hire someone that has the skills that I want than have to try to train and develop this person. That's now taking my time, which is valuable, which they're not gonna wanna do. So you have to be specific and and go above and beyond and say to them, this is what I can do for you. I can help you with your graphics. I'm a great photographer, I'm a designer, I'm a video editor. I can help you with your customer support. This is experiences that I have that I can help and support you with. Be specific about that and make it as easy as possible for them. If you're not, then they're not gonna spend the time. Their time, every minute of their time, they know is valuable. So they're not gonna wanna waste it. So really important to make sure that you understand that as being as clear as possible about how you can add value to them and do research. Even if you can, demonstrate to them your value up front without them even asking and say, hey, I've already done this, this, and this for you and I'd love to do more for you. They'll, they'll be blown away by that. They'll be impressed and people that want to mentor and be around someone like that, they want to be around someone like that that goes above and beyond those are the people that successful people want to mentor and want to help because they see your potential. You've demonstrated your potential and you stood out from everyone else. So those are things that you gotta do to stand out and go above and beyond. So you could work for them, okay, great. Another thing that you could do you could promote them. So if you know that they want to reach more people, get more customers, more followers, whatever it is, promote them, support them with that. Why don't you, you know, you could share their, sh share their business and create content helping promote and share them. That's what I did with many of my mentors before they became mentors in my life. You know, Dan Locke was someone that benefited my life from his book and things like that. And I became friends with him because um, I did a video promoting his book and sharing his book with my followers at the time when I had a small audience. And he noticed that. Other people pointed it out to, to him and said, wow, this guy Stefan just shared your book. They noticed a bunch of sales that came in for his book and he reached out to me because I added value to him. And he reached out to me and said, wow, thank you so much. Let's get together for, for lunch. And we got together for lunch and we developed a friendship from that. So that was because I added value to him. Same thing with Tony Robbins. For years, I've been promoting his seminars, sharing his seminars, I wrote re reviews on my blog and YouTube channel, sharing my experience with his work and promoting his latest program, all of that to support him, not expecting or wanting anything in return. And by doing that consistently, he recognized that and reached out to me and invited me to his event and, and, and to be in proximity with me. That's all because I've added value to him up front. Another time in my life, uh, I remember when I was 22 years old maybe, I decided to put on my own event called the Ultimate Transformation Super Conference in Vancouver, Canada. And I rented out the YMCA and I had this idea that I was gonna invite all of these speakers to come and speak at this event. 
And I knew that if I got their, them to commit, I could sell out the event. I could get 100 people in the room. Um, so I reached out to some of these speakers. I, I didn't know, I didn't have any relationship with them, but I reached out to them and said, because um, I knew their goals, which was if they're a speaker, if they're a coach, they want to reach more people. They want to be in front of an audience, but they don't want to do the work themselves to fill up a room and an audience. They just want to come out and speak. So the value I could provide for them is I could build the audience, put on the event, just have them come speak for 30 minutes, and they're going to get exposure. They're going to promote themselves and get more business from that. So I reached out to these people, and a lot of them agreed to come. And that's how I was able to add value to them by putting on this event for them that they can come and speak to. So again, that was just me trying to figure out how I could add value to them, and a lot of them become my, my friends and friends to this day based on that exchange of value that occurred. So again, it goes back down to the value. Understand there's an exchange there, and I was willing to give more value to them than what they were giving to me. But you could promote them, share them, help them, refer their courses, their content, be an affiliate for them if you're an affiliate marketer, right? Be an affiliate for them and promote their stuff and help them, help them with their mission, help them with their goals. Uh, you know, another thing too is, of course, if they're in business, you pay them, right? You're paying them for their time. You pay them for one hour of their time, which for them, they value at a certain amount of money, and you give them money in exchange for that value. So you're giving value to them through paying them, and they're giving value back to you by giving you their mentorship and their time. This is probably the most reliable, most consistent way of doing it. The other ways you can try to do, but not everyone's gonna be open to it. Paying them, especially if they're a coach, if they're a mentor, most of them are gonna be open for that, and that's, for me, what I've done the most because it's been the easiest way to get the coaching, the mentorship, and to be around these sort of people. Um, some coaches I've paid tens of thousands of dollars in my business. Others, you know, $50 an hour when I was first starting out and everything, but I was willing to do it. Just like how you'd pay a personal trainer, you'd pay, go for a yoga class, just like how you pay a, a therapist, right? You're paying them for their time, and it's the exact same dynamic that takes place here. So paying them, being willing to do that, I think is one of the most valuable things. I know for me, that's, you know, I put on my own masterminds, I put on my own events, I have that, that the only way to come to get mentorship from me is be willing to pay for my time. Because I know what the value of my time is and I'm not gonna give that to everyone. I do tons of free stuff out there, but if you want to be in proximity to me, then this is, this is the exchange that I make myself available for. So paying them is great too. Um, now, maybe their goal also, a lot of people that are successful, they're philanthropists. They have charities and foundations and things that they're supporting and they have a mission there. So think again, how can you support and add value to them there? How can you help them with that? Maybe they have other goals too. Like maybe for example, I know for me it's easy, I share my goals publicly, but for a lot of them, you could say, okay, well maybe they have a goal of, of trying to get in shape. Hey, you know what, I can help them with that or I've got a referral to them. Uh, a great trainer or resources that can support them with that. Maybe they have a certain problem that you can help solve for them in their business or their personal life. So I'm always thinking how I can add value to people through that way. Connect to the, you know, how can I connect this person with someone? How can I share a resource with them that might change their business or their life? Always trying to add value as much as you possibly can, okay? So this right here is the mindset of how you have to go into every dynamic, every relationship, 
if you want to attract someone like that in your life. Now, masterminds and groups and communities are a similar dynamic. Most mastermind groups that I'm a part of, I pay to be a part of. Some of them I've created myself, and that's great, you could do that too. In fact, if you want to have your own business, you should be stepping into the role as a leader, and this is a great way to do it. You know, for me, I remember creating my own mastermind groups, inviting people out to my apartment, getting, you know, getting together every so often. And I, I organize and facilitate it to bring people out and, and they get benefit and value from that and I get the benefit and value from being around them. So another example of this when I was maybe 23 years old or so, me and my friend, we had this idea. We decided that we're gonna put on a mastermind. So what we did was we, we actually did it at my friend's, another friend's house, he had a bigger house, and we um, reached out to some of these successful people. And we reached out to them and said, hey, we're putting together a mastermind, other successful people will be there, come on out, you know, come on out. You'll get so much benefit and value. Now, we're providing value to them by relationships, from them getting coaching and feedback from the other people. So we invited them out and we weren't successful, but we got to be around other successful people based on the value that we added by organizing and facilitating this event for them. So again, see how that works. There's always an exchange of value that is happening there, and it's because I've been willing to add value to them that has allowed me to get in proximity with these people. Um, I do now, you know, my own, uh, or masterminds that I pay to be a part of, one of them is called the Brotherhood. And some of these masterminds, you have to be making a certain amount of money or certain requirements to be a part of these groups because the best groups out there, they have a criteria. They don't want people that are negative, they don't fit in, not at a certain level to be a part of these groups. So there's groups I'm a part of that I pay every year to be a part of and we have a Facebook group and we do trips every year as well and I've been able to be a part of that. So there are groups out there that do exist, you do have to find them, they can be a little bit harder to find. But there's also groups that are more public. There's groups like um, Entrepreneurs Organization, EO, right? That's a very famous group of entrepreneur, entrepreneurs that you could be a part of that and mastermind and be around other people successful. Um, you know, there's many other groups out there. You have to find them. And, and sometimes, like I said, you've got to go to events and seminars and workshops and network with people and build those relationships to get access and get invited to different groups out there that exist. Okay, going back, you know, Toastmasters, me going public speaking classes like that, and, and even by going there, you meet people that are more successful, that not just with public speaking, but they have their own businesses, they're further ahead, and they're, they're in the same, you know, group uh, dynamic as well. So, going out proximity, again, I already talked about that, but just so important to put yourself in those dynamics. But paying for groups, there's different levels of groups too. So for example, in the world that I'm in, in business and marketing, there's different level mastermind groups that you could join. Again, you typically have to pay for some of these groups. So for example, the big ones out there are, um, you know, Joe Polish has his Genius Network. He has a mastermind that's $100,000 a year, but he also has another one that's $25,000 a year. Now, part of the benefit of paying for a high ticket mastermind like that is the quality of people that you meet because the more you pay, the higher barrier there is, then you get the really committed, awesome people in those groups. Sometimes when the barrier is low and it's free, you get a lot of people that aren't stepping up in their lives themselves and don't have much to show for it. So 
the benefit, a lot of successful people, they want to pay a lot to be a part of a very curated group of high-level, highly successful people. Uh, Tony Robbins has his mastermind called Platinum Partners, which is about $85,000 a year. And they do trips all around the world, high barrier of entry, but again, the people that are in it are really high-level successful people. Now, you don't have to pay that amount when you're first starting, obviously. There's smaller groups. You know, um, Digital Marketer with Ryan Dice, Perry Belcher, they have a mastermind called The War Room. Russell Brunson has something called his Inner Circle. Um, I have my own mastermind called the Online Business Mastery Mastermind. So there's different price points and groups that you can join. Some of them really expensive, and then you know they trickle down to a lot cheaper ones that exist as well. And sometimes you just gotta do a lot of searching and researching and reach out to people and ask around to find out these groups, and they're more exclusive. Sometimes you only get invited to them if you've been a customer of someone, like for me, most people that come to my masterminds, they've already been a customer of my courses and my products, right? Because we want the right type of person there. So you do have to do your research into that to find those groups that exist. But like I said, there's many ones that are free that you can look, look for online and search around for. Go to websites like eventbrite.com, meetup.com. But you've got to put yourself in proximity as much as possible and surround yourself with those people. But I think paying for it is the best way. Paying for it is the best way. Invest in your relationships. It's the same it goes that your network is your net worth, okay? So the more successful people you have in your life, the higher that your net worth goes up. And also, I wanna to mention too that these relationships you build, you gotta invest in them. Very important. You gotta nurture these relationships over time. Because relationships don't happen overnight. They happen over time. So whenever I meet someone and I attract someone in my life that I'm like, wow, that's the person that inspires me. I want that person in my life. I always think, how can I add more value to them? I follow up with them. I say, thank you so much for this and that. I send them a thank you card in the mail. I reach out to them on their birthday, their anniversary. I send them a gift. I send them a book that I think they'll like. I'm willing to invest time and money into that relationship because I know the value that that can bring into my life. So you have to invest in those relationships and really cherish them and respect them a lot and don't be the taker from that because if you're the taker, pe people are gonna be repelled by that. You always have to go into it, what can I give? And understand through giving, the reciprocity will come back to you from that. So invest in your relationships. I wish I did this a lot more when I was younger. It changed my life already, but the more of it that I could do, the better. And I'm still doing it to this day masterminds and coaches and mentors and going to events and seminars, I really wanted to stress the importance of the in-person dynamic and being around people like that. Going in person, the bond and the connection that you establish is unlike anything else. And not being afraid to take initiative and be a leader and organize things yourself too, like what I did. Don't be just a follower. Sometimes you've got to step up in your life and lead and, and organize things yourself and invite people out. and and step into that role if you really want things to come together and for things to happen rather than waiting for everything else, you know, waiting for the perfect opportunity to come up. You create that opportunity yourself by taking that initiative and stepping into that role. So listen, uh, one thing I'd love for you to do after this video is to take action on this. What can you do immediately after, taking, after watching this video? What can you do to attract mentors, coaches, role models, successful people in your life, in any area of your life.
In fact, one thing I do right now is I'd write down the area of your life that you want to attract a mentor in, or not even just a mentor, just someone further ahead than you that has the success and result you want. Okay, write down the area of your life, okay? And I would write down, okay, who out there do I already know that has the result that I want, that I could reach out to, that I could add value to? Make a list of a few names, and if you don't know anyone, then I want you to go on a search. I want you to find at least five people for that area of your life that are people that you'd love to learn from, be around, surround yourself with. So again, it could be your, your body, it could be in your business, it could be in marketing, it could be in sales, it can be in relationships, and spirituality, whatever it is. And if you can't find those people, then ask yourself, where would the person that I'd want to attract, where would they be? Where would they go? Where would they spend their time? Maybe they'd go to seminars, maybe they'll be at the gym, maybe they'll, they'll be at other masterminds, retreats, workshops, meetup groups, where would they be, okay? And I want you to then search and find communities like that. Maybe it's message boards, whatever it is, but find where they, they are right now, where they're spending their time, and put yourself in proximity to that on a regular basis. Same thing, I remember when I was single trying to attract the right woman in my life, and, and I was going to bars and nightclubs, but I thought to myself, well, the woman that I really want, once it got clear and defined the woman that I wanted, I thought, well, she's not going out to bars and nightclubs every night. You know, the quality of woman that I want just wouldn't be there. And I thought instead, well, maybe she'd be at yoga classes, right? Because I want to attract someone that's healthy and fit. Maybe she'd be at the gym. Maybe she'd be at the library. Maybe she'd be at coffee shops. Maybe she'd be, you know, at the mall, right? Like there's different places that I would have to think that I would have to go to based on where they already are in order to attract that kind of person in my life. And it's the same thing with any, of your, every, any area of your life. You're just going to find where they, where they would hang out, where they would be, and be in proximity to that on a regular basis, and you'll be able to attract those people into your life. So that's my assignment for you after watching this. If you apply this in your life, it can change everything for you. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.